Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Roma, Cell. This is Sunday, January the 16th, 2022, second Sunday after Epiphany. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. Thank you to Pauline Antones for sponsoring this week's broadcast in celebration of George Tobias's 94th birthday on January 10th and Pauline's 96th birthday on January 15th. Join us on our website at waynedying.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for that wonderful prelude and welcome to the second Sunday after Epiphany for those who are listening in on KMCH 94.7 FM and for those who are listening on the SoundCloud. We are so glad to have you join us for worship on this wonderful morning together. Let us begin our time of worship on page 94 in the front of your hymnal and we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and constellation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin and receive your forgiveness and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We've sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, 
so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us sing our gathering song, In Christ Call to Baptize, and you'll see this song repeated throughout our worship service. For our opening, we sing stanza one, 575. service continues on page 138 in the front of your hymnal. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. I invite you to join me in the prayer of the days you find it printed at the top of your bulletin on this second Sunday after Epiphany. Lord God, source of every blessing, you showed forth your glory and led many to faith by the works of your Son, who brought gladness and salvation to his people. Transform us by the spirit of his love that we may find our life together in him. Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading comes from Isaiah chapter 62, beginning with the first verse. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication and all the kings your glory, and you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. 
You shall be crowned of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no more be termed forsaken and your land shall no more be be termed desolate. But you shall be called, My delight is in her, and your land married. For the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a young woman, so shall your builder marry you, and as a bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. Word of God. Thanks be. Our psalm is Psalm 36, and I invite us to say this responsibly. I will read the uneven verses if you'll read the even. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens, and your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the strong mountains, your justice like the great deep. You save humankind and animals, O Lord. How priceless is your love, O God. All people take refuge under the shadow of your wings. They feast upon the abundance of your house. You give them drink from the river of your delights. For with you is the well of life, and in your light we see light. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you, and your favor to those who are true of heart. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever world without end. Amen. Our second reading is taken from Paul's letter to the Corinthians, the first Corinthians, starting at uh, chapter 12 at the first verse. Now concerning spiritual gifts, wrote Paul to his brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were enticed and led astray to idols that could not speak. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking by the Spirit of God ever says, let Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now, there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. There are varieties of activities, but the same God who activates them in everyone. To each is given a manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, and to another, the discernment of spirits, to another, various kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. All of these are activated by one and the same Spirit who allots to each one individually just as the Spirit chooses. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Our gospel comes from St. John, the second chapter. Glory Glory to to you, O Lord. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and the disciples had also been invited to the wedding, and when the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six 
stone water jars from Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. And Jesus said to them, fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. And when the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father, and the ever-revealing Jesus Christ in this season of Epiphany, this time after Epiphany. What really captures my attention from today's gospel are these four words. On the third day. What's the significance of this? What's the significance that John puts this specific detail into the gospel that says, on the third day? Well, to answer my question for myself, I had to back read from John in chapter 1. And here's what I came away with. If you take a look at John chapter 1, you'll see that there are several paragraphs that begin with these words, the next day. And then there's an antidote of, of something that had transpired. John was keeping a chronological account of Jesus being made known to the world. Two days prior, John the Baptist identifies him, Jesus, who walks toward him. And he begins to testify and say, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And he shares with them what he saw at the time that Jesus was baptized. He said that the Spirit came down from heaven like a dove and remained on him. You see, just days earlier, and after the time of Jesus' baptism, he is making his way around Bethany and John the Baptist spots him and calls him out, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And then you read further, it says, the next day, Jesus is revealed again by John and he invites Peter and Andrew to come and see you see, they found the Messiah, that is, the Christ. And then, the next day, Jesus decides to leave Bethany and to go to Galilee and to the north, up to Cana. But before doing so, he invites Philip to follow me, were Jesus' words. Philip goes to Nathaniel and says, we have found the one Moses and the prophets had spoken about, who is Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael confronts Jesus. Is there anything good that comes out of Nazareth? Who is able to tell him things that he had done that no one else would have known. And Nathanael then declares, Rabbi, you are the son of God. 
And Jesus leaves with Andrew, Peter, Philip, and Nathaniel the first recording in John's gospel of Jesus' disciples. Today our youth will be learning another Bible story about Jesus fishing. But this time he's fishing for people. He will go to the disciples who have been out in the boats all night, not able to catch any fish. They have mended their nets. They've folded them up for another day. And Jesus says, go out and cast your net out in the deep end. And it's at that time that Jesus shares a miracle. And the boats are overwhelmed with the amount of fish that are being caught in their nets. And Jesus invites them to come and see and to follow him. He fishes for people and he's bringing them to their salvation. So here we are on day three, the third day after leaving Bethany. It's quite a journey if we take a look from Bethany going north up to to Galilee, the region of Galilee, to Cana. And the gospel shares that on that third day, A wedding took place, and Jesus' mother was there. Interesting, the detail that John shares starts with Jesus' mother. doesn't say Mary, but Jesus' mother is there. And in addition, so was Jesus and his disciples. The ones that he just had called to come and see and follow him, had journeyed with him to the north, they were there too. The gospel gives light to two very important elements about living in the presence of God's kingdom, number one, and number two, the revelation of the Messiah now standing in the world. We are in this time of epiphany, and we've just experienced these epiphanies, these aha moments of Jesus' revelation, who is the Son of God, come into the world. So let me give focus first to Mary. Again, here not named, other than referred to as the mother of Jesus. A mother who has known since before Jesus' conception that she will bear a son and she will name him Jesus. And the Lord God will give him David's throne and he will reign over Jacob's, Israel's descendants forever. His kingdom will have no end. Mary has pondered God's message to her in her heart. Remember, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about the shepherds coming and sharing with Mary and Joseph what had been told to them by the angel. And she pondered those things in her heart. She has carried this in her heart. And she is standing in God's kingdom. The reign of God now found in Jesus. We have seen these epiphanies. John the Baptist witnessing and declaring, I saw the dove descending from the heavens. I heard the voice announce, this is my son. The other epiphany, Andrew and Peter invited to come and see after Andrew found the Messiah and relayed that information to Peter, who was Simon, now given a new name by Jesus. And Philip and Nathaniel invited to follow me after Nathaniel declares, you are the Son of God. And now we have Mary with another epiphany. And Mary, as any mother concerned for her children and their reputation, she sees that the wedding party 
is about to run out of wine. In fact, it has run out of wine. And she speaks to Jesus. He first speaks words of defiance. My hour hasn't come. What is it to you? What is it to me? But Mary's faith remains strong. It's interesting. Did Mary give the nudge that Jesus needed at that moment in time? And there, standing at the brink of these epiphanies, God's kingdom is here and Jesus, the Son of God, now standing at the kingdom's door, Jesus opens that door. It will be Mary's faith that will swing open the door and revealing God's glory and salvation come down. She, her faith is strong. You remember what she said to the servants who are there at the banquet? Do whatever he says. Do whatever he says. Do we have a faith as strong as Mary's? And are we servants to God's word to trust and to do what Jesus tells us to do? Yes, Mary's faith, I believe, opens God's door of salvation found in Christ. And notice in God's kingdom, we see the Son who shares God's abundance. Jesus turning water into wine, the very best wine. And after these epiphanies, the, the disciples believed, while Mary always believed in her heart from the start, the moment that she came into the presence of God's messenger. So God's kingdom is always of abundance. May we too be transformed by God's spirit of love and find our life together with Jesus in faith and trust that out of our scarcity that God can provide an abundance in showing us the glory found in the Son who has come to live here among us. The Gospel of the Lord. Amen. Let us continue with our song is the hymn of the day 575 and we're going to sing stanza stanzas two and three Call to banquet one table we share a heaven of welcome, a circle of care. Although we are many, we share in one bread, one cup of thanksgiving proclaims Christ our head. In Christ's call to witness, by grace we will preach the life-giving gospel, God's love we will teach. By grace may our living give proof to your praise. In costly compassion reflecting Christ's way. 
I invite us to share our faith as it's found in the Apostles' Creed. And so with the whole church, let us confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We continue with the prayers of intercession. Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance so that we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. By your spirit, Lord, activate within your church the gifts of faith and healing and prophecy. Unite those who profess your name across congregations, denominations, and geographic boundaries. Open our hearts to recognize and celebrate surprising miracles in our lives. Lord, in your mercy, your creation reflects your generosity. Bless farmers and migrant farm workers, orchard keepers, ranchers, and all who tend to the abundance of the land. Protect food and water resources from destruction and all, and that all can eat and drink and be satisfied. Lord, in your mercy. By your spirit, grant wisdom, knowledge, and discernment to those who hold leadership positions at any level. Direct policymakers toward compassionate decisions that build up safe and just communities. Lead all authorities in seeking and serving the common good. Lord, in your mercy. As Jesus provided generously in the moment of need, provide generous gifts of healing for those in need this day. We especially pray for Carol Helgens, Gwen Edwards, Kalinda Stadmuller, Marty Scharf, Deb Laycock. We lift before you Floyd and Jay Reddy, Pastor Wade's parents. Marlene Faulkner, friend of Mark and Lisa Farley. Jim Koperich, the son-in-law of Henry and Lois Poppy. And we remember the family of Carrie Conrad, whose funeral was held this past week Tuesday, the granddaughter of Lois and Henry Poppy. We lift before you prayers of encouragement for Vicar Holly Naus and our brothers and sisters in Christ at St. Peter and Paul. And Lord, for our military sons who are in harm's way, we ask for protection for Ben Harms, David Frankford, Trevor Owen, and Dustin Starn. Lord, in your mercy, you see us for who we are and you delight in us. Embrace those struggling with self-worth wrestling with self-identity or facing significant life transition. Remind us that nothing, nothing can separate us from your love. Lord, in your mercy. You bless us through spiritual gifts of saints who have gone before us. We give thanks for the life of Martin Luther King Jr. and all who have modeled the way of courageous faith. Lord, in your mercy. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O Lord, we lift these and all our prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Let us pray.
Holy God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts towards those who hunger in any way that all may know your care and prayers to us now who feast on the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We'll receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you his peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us send, sing our sending song. We've been uh, singing this all uh, morning. We'll sing it uh, stanza four. As, yep. us, anoint us, O Spirit of love, for you are within us, around us above, equipped us for service with gifts you bestow. In Christ is our calling, in Christ may we Go with Christ in a weary world. Share the good news. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734. All rights reserved.